a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted with Chief Technology Officer for Umphreys McGee, Adam Scheinberg. We covered a whole bunch of topics like his first Umphrey show, his favorite moment in UM history, the creation and maintenance of all things Umphreys, his behind-the-scenes work that helps make Umble happen, and so much more. We also chatted a little bit about Hall of Fame 2021, and coincidentally, the voting for that was announced the same day that our episode dropped. In case you missed the official announcement on that, you have until November 21st to get your ballots in. There is only one round of voting, so make sure you really, really know what you want to vote for. I will throw the link in the show notes for all the information for that, as well as my 2021 contenders list. I'm still working on my final votes. I've been so focused on Humble Prep right now. I will probably start cutting down my list while I'm traveling to Chicago this weekend. Give me something to listen to and look back on. I'm really excited to dive back into 2021. There will also be a Hall of Fame episode of the pod coming your way sometime soon as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And I'm interested to see what your votes are. So if you share them on social media, feel free to tag the podcast um, or me so I can see. I always love seeing what anybody else votes for. Also in my chat with Adam, we talk about the live analysis panel that DATC Media is going to be hosting before each night of Umble, as well as after set two. I am so very excited to be bringing the fans even more coverage and content during the two nights. Uh, me and Adam and Josh from Umfreaks Anonymous will be bringing you highlights, a look back on Umble's past. We'll talk about what we're looking forward to this year. And like I said, that'll be before each night of the shows and then after set two. This will be aired as part of the live stream for the weekend, and you can get that on nugs.net. So make sure you tune in a little early to catch that. Link in show notes for where you can get it. Hey, Rob. Yeah. I was uh, checking out some people that, you know, I listen to and I'm really interested in online and uh, they have these things called Patreon accounts. Mm -hmm. What's that all about? 
Well, you know, it can be hard to monetize these podcasts, and there are expenses that go along with it, you know. Uh, you have to pay engineers, you have to, you know, people's time is money. There's a lot of things that go into making these podcasts. And um, Patreon is a way of using membership to help get money in the hands so that these people can create more podcasts and do more and more. Oh, okay. So our friend Sarah J with the DATC Media Company, we could probably help her out then, huh? Dropped Among This Crowd Media is on Patreon now. And, and the, the, if you donate, you will have access to exclusive membership, membership only stuff like uh, content and uh, there'll be merch items and more and more and you'll be supporting her show Dropped Among This Crowd my other show um, um, the Umphreys McGee Wow show my show with you Stu on this and uh, the Crooked Conversations magazine and of course you know there's other I, I have other podcasts I want to do um, Sarah did one with Joel about summer camp she's talking to band members about doing other things so it just it it inspires creativity. It's a way of paying back, you know? If you want to be a terrestrial ra radio listener and hear ads all the time, then you'd be a passive listener. But if you want to be a podcast listener, you're a part of a community. You need to step up and support that which you like, whether it's us or someone else. If you love a podcast, support that podcast. That sounds great. Sounds like a great way to help out. Indeed. So check it out. Dropped Among This Crowd on Patreon. Continuing with the Umble coverage this week, I welcome Jimmy Knowledge, co-host of the Umphreys Wow Show, to the pod. We're going to talk about all things raw stewage. Jimmy starts by explaining exactly what raw stewage is. Then we move to raw stews of the past and the 30-plus raw stew alum he gives a brief history and breaks down the top 20 power ranking that he's doing on the Um Wow Show Twitter account. We'll talk about this year's ballots, and Jimmy shares a couple fun facts and so much more. This was a ton of fun nerding out and trying our very best to unpack all the awesomeness that is raw stewage in preparation for the sure to be just stellar raw stew set that we're going to get Saturday night. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. Well, that's the first thing when you did this podcast and cooking, you were like, well, let's cook, let's pick something let's go to the from woods. the woods and yeah. make a meal out of it. That was your first yeah. thing. Join us as we talk about food and music. Let's do all these things. You know, that's just the way I am. I like that instinct. I'm always like that. I'm like, I don't want to play the old shit. I want to play, you know, new, new, new. Politics and conspiracies. The guys they completely demolished it because they were insane. Which sounds like bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. It's just like 9 11, right? And the wild world of sports. But there was one, like, I'm a Des Bryant fan, but he got scared in the postseason because they said he didn't finish. He made a catch, he turned his body, stepped over, and then, and then he dropped and they called it incomplete. And I still felt like the Cowboys and Des got scared. Check out our new podcast called Stew on This. Tune us in and see what's cooking. So here is my chat with Jimmy Knowledge. We came to do this. Let's do it. All of the raw stewage. Or as Rob oh. would say, raw stewage with Jimmy Knowledge. That's my Rob impression. It wasn't very good. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> I, I, I could hear it. You, I mean, you captured his uh, uh, his enthusiasm, enthusiasm, earnestness. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to dissect in raw stewage. But before we do that, please explain to everybody exactly what raw stewage is. God, you want me to try and explain what raw stewage is? Yes. Okay, I'll try. I, I have complete confidence <laughs> that you can. <laughs> uh, raw stewage is a name and it might turn some people off because don't know what that means without a, a little extra context. Um, I mean, it's one of the coolest concepts that Umphreys has introduced into their uh, arsenal along with the S2 sets, but not going to digress. Just, just talking raw stewage. Um, well, it is one set of music that it's a really daunting task that they kind of take upon themselves and they try to recreate, reinterpret uh, a, a certain elixir that was captured in the thralls of, of dialed in improv. Uh, that the fans actually have a say in uh, what they want to hear again. Um, so uh, in, in a very scientific manner, these, uh, the raw stewage set is compiled of dynamite improv moments that the fans vote on. If you buy a ticket to this show, you get a ballot and you get to pick uh, six or eight or whatever that on that bout that year uh the amazing live moments maybe you were at some of these that you want to hear again and they the band uh puts a different intent and purpose behind these and and at first they started doing uh it was kind of a one-for-one one, uh improv which is a jimmy stewart that they're drawing from, and that's where stew connection of the stewage. Um, I think for a couple of years, it was mostly just one improv section and they uh, fleshed that out into a, a, a new song and, and, you know, the whatever manatees that are picking uh, words in a, aquarium of how the band picks their song names we get new song names out of raw stewage songs so that's always a bonus mm -hmm. um a few years in though they started combining uh different jimmy stewart's uh and t in two or three and, and there's even a, a big optimus prime four yeah uh, like almost a frankenstein for sure oh yeah um I, is am I is that defining raw stewage for you, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some some folks, I think they there's a legitimate objection um, that you know an intimate moment that a band and crowd share. You know, leave that leave that alone. That's that's in its. You had to be there. Uh, space and time and place and time. Um, I get it. 
it's kind of a rigid artistic aesthetic argument. Um, I don't subscribe to that. Uh, but I, uh, I, I think it's just a super cool idea to, all right, let's let the fans pick what we're gonna, uh, re resuscitate from, we know we played something really good that night, but now we have to see what else is there and fine tune it and maybe add lyrics and, um, you know, clean it off, put, put a tuxedo on it. It's, it's prom night for these songs. It's, <laughs> that's what they're all doing. Big dance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Now, now you, you earned your, your place. And sometimes, uh, it's just for one night. I think we've got 34 different Ross Stu alum, alumni. Um, 33, 34. Don't do you know how many that, of those? Uh, do you know how many of those are regular rotation? Some of those we see 11. once, and yeah, 11, 11 okay. of them were played yeah. one time, and that's it. And okay, I, I can't imagine why they'd play them again. Um, and there's a few of them that only twice. Um, some dynamite ones, but that that was it. It it was a comet, and you had to be there. Yeah. Um, how many have been played i guess at least 10 times 15 times half of them uh i, I do have notes so i'm i'm trying to filibuster while i look at my notes sarah <laughs> you talk <laughs> well if anybody follows the uh, UM Wow show on Twitter, you've been doing your top twenty, and so is that based on your your personal uh, countdown, or did I see that people have been sending you lists of their favorite Ross Stooge that became songs? Explain what you're doing with that. Uh, I will. But I will first say that there are 14 um, Ross do uh, songs that have been played at least 15 times. So there's more than a dozen rotation songs that they still play. And, and, and some of them have been played, you know, over 90 times. So these are, yeah. I mean, Remind Me is on an album. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really uh master's degree for a, a, a Ross two alum. For sure. Um, it, it kept going. Um, all right. The, 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 the power rankings. I, I mean, there's any way, number of ways to engage this kind of cohort of songs. And uh, I've got favorites. Of course, I like rise to the top and gravity's real. Mm -hmm. uh, both from the Humble Four, the second ever Raw Stew set. There were two, the first two Humbles did not feature a Raw Stewage. They finally came to their senses in 2012. <laughs> About time. Um, so the power rankings, I, it's football season, Sarah. I tried to just put a, a little analytic approach to um 
what are the most powerful raw steward songs and and for me and 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 I, I threw it out to whoever wanted to submit their own list this is like the coaches poll so you rank however you feel like these songs hit you go ahead whatever metrics you do or don't want to use um but I, I was looking at you had to at least be played a lot to you know put some muscle on the song yeah the, the songs that are some of these are some of the ones that just played one time are in the pantheon of in the moment the improv that happened uh you know 10 years earlier those are dynamite rushmore moments mm-hmm. um they played it once thank you that's <laughs> That's all we could say. Thank you. It was great. Uh, but sorry, you're not going to be in the top, certainly not in the top 10. Right. Um, if the band doesn't showcase you, put you on stage. Um, so a lot of these have been played a whole lot. And in my mind, subjective mind, I, the, either the lyrics or the fist pumping that it causes or dance moves I it there's various factors yes yeah so I've yeah. been unveiling 20 on down to one and I think we're at eight today mad yeah. love Oof. yeah I, I have the list here and it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy some of these songs I mean you brought up remind me but some of these songs that are regulars now that that's yeah. where where they were born. I mean, make they it wouldn't right have and... somehow come into existence in the universe if yeah. they didn't decide to give uh, a fan voted. What are our best improv moments? I'd yeah, name. I'd love to know other bands that do that. I you know I'm I was thinking the same thing. Does. I was thinking the same thing. Doing so much humble studying that I've been doing just neck deep in all things humble lately and especially with the Ross stewage is there another band that does this like I I really don't think that there is honestly I hope I hope this inspires some bands then to do that because why not Mm -hmm. call it recycle upcycle I mean it's you created something that's really special. So yeah. give it, give it a new purpose. Give it yeah. its its special purpose, as Steve Martin would say. You know, I was doing all of this, like I said, just listening to all the umbles. And I think the one that I've been most surprised, and I did not even realize this, that came from Ross Stew was Den. Mm. And when I listened to spoiler alert, spoiler alert, number seven, (laughs) Den. Yeah, I was blown away. I was, I was just, you know, listening to it and had it on and I was like doing other things. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this is fucking Den. (laughs) Such a Humphrey staple now. That's how it was created. So it just makes it just that much more exciting the for fans demanded den yes, yes. and it's... why den because it was played in denver colorado i love it i love it makes me even more excited for what's going to happen this year 
Yeah. I mean, it, there's, well, we can talk about this year's belt, but can we, can we talk a little bit more about like, I've, there's a fun fact, two fun Please. facts. Can I share two fun facts with you? Yes. You can share as many fun facts as you want to. I might I only love have your two. fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't overcommit to what I don't have. Um, so uh, can do you recall the last where we left off with Ross Stewart sets? There's been two umbles uh, in the interim, but didn't have a Ross Stewart set. So go to umbles, people, if you want four quarters of amazing, unique music. But definitely go to the ones where they're playing Ross Stewart. Um, the la the set closer from Vegas, May twenty sixteen, was until we meet again. Aptly titled, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. That was only played three times. That was a top tier August that now has its own place. Yeah. Uh, but all right, until we meet again. Well, here we are, one week out, Sarah. We meet again, Ross too. I'm so glad that everybody voted correctly when it was time. No offense to All Night Wrong. It's a good time. But we can we can get that. Yeah, there there's more often. Zero competition for me with a set of covers and a set of uh new songs. Yeah. 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 Um all right, the other fun fact. There's one song that has contributed to a raw stew class, we'll call it. One song uh, has popped up in all five raw stew sets previously. Name that song if you want to guess. Hmm. There's so much pressure right now. I don't so much know. pressure. <laughs> In the kitchen, believe it or not. In the I kitchen. do believe that, actually. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It's, that it, makes perfect it, sense. It is part of the song Dream Team, which they only played once, Web Tangle, Gents, Draconian, and Rocktopus. All came yeah. from Spicy in the Kitchens. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh... One, uh, I guess it's not a complaint, but an observation about the 34, I guess 14 dozen or so songs that are actually in rotation. Most of those, they don't really, ironically, improvise in. So <laughs> they, they came from improv, but you pretty much get a, uh, you know, some of them will have more mustard, but not much injected improv, except for there are a few exceptions. Draconian gets mm -hmm. a, a always a nice uh, launch point. Remind me, typically. Uh, Cut the Cable these days has been, which is cool. Not not every version, certainly, but uh, Stinko's Ascension. Yeah. I mean, where would we be with, in the world if we didn't have a song named Stinko's Ascension? <laughs> Seriously. 
Yeah. And then Amble On always had gets nice improv. They don't play it enough. Um, but Josh Redman's played on that a couple times. So that's pretty baller. Yeah, for sure. You know, we do need to ask someone in the band. Isn't Who in the hell made that? I thought it was Jake's cat died around that and, and all cats ascend. Maybe. I've, if, I never heard not, that. That's uh, apocryphal, but um, that's my story. Hmm. No. We'll get to the bottom of this. Ringo lived all of his nine lives, and then there was Stinko. You might be right. I, I might be wrong. True. But we'll make it right. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I see. Uh, haven't even mentioned onward and upward yeah the magnum opus that has only been played twice um but upward lives on and also got on an album yeah um but man just i the brain work to <laughs> combine four different movements yeah how they melt that and remember all that that's probably why they don't play it and you just get the one movement <laughs> upward um but man that onward such a saucy mantis yeah the serpent yeah. stew yeah it's... we need to we need to bring that back i was talking to josh earlier in the week and we were talking about you know preparing for the panel and so we were talking about raw sewage and everything and and he was like, I don't want upward anymore unless I can have onward. I need both of them together. You need, you need the Bayless falsetto setting that up. That's yeah. exactly what he said. He definitely oh. brought up the Bayless falsetto. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Necessary. Uh, yeah, I, I did get to witness the... Uh, not the original uh, at Ross Stewart, but the one time onward has been played again in Peoria, 2017. Lucky. Yeah. And my little man doesn't know how lucky he is because he also got to witness that. Yeah. It's so funny when you take someone to a show and they don't realize that's what happened with my mom this year when she went to her first show and I'm in the car on the way home and I'm like, mom, you got a rocker. She's like, I don't know what those words mean, but you're super excited about it. I'm like, mom, they've only played that song 11 times. That was really pretty. I liked what they did with it. Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the dropped among this crowd media network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphreys Wow Show. What we're doing, at least in this season, it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, we're going through various old school Umphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview, and then we have a side B where Jimmy Knowledge signs even more than usual, right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into 
the improv world and and uh, a lot of the the gooey goodness that happens in in each of these songs they they all have a unique personality and we explore that the best versions of the song the the uh traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs and then we have a metal round with a guest from the Humphreys world and they each Jimmy myself and the guest pick their top three versions of said song and then you the listener vote on them and there is some waxing poetic not too much well maybe sometimes too much but we appreciate if you give us a chance and listen it's the Humphreys wow show on dropped among this crowd media thank you Sarah I tell you Carl there's a lot of people out there who have either band or or they have a business or they're an artist and then you know they're looking to reach this music loving traveling music fan mm-hmm. kind of world which can be elusive yes they're dreamers yes like-minded people what better way than through dropped among this crowd if you want to if you want to cre- if you have a podcast you want to create mm-hmm. sarah can provide a platform she can pli- she can provide um, promotion on social media she can provide an engineer um or if you want to advertise or if you have any big idea particularly with the artists mm-hmm. you want to email sarah at d atcmediacompany.com She can provide, again, a platform for your podcast, social media promotion. Uh, she can even provide an engineer. Because, folks, you know, you want to reach fellow Humphreys fans or jam fans or music industry people or musicians or just people who love music and travel for it or, as in the case of Stu on this, mm-hmm. foodies. Mm-hmm. Music-loving foodies. That's right. And if y'all need any help with recipes, you need to get a hold of me. Yeah, you need to get Carl directly. But if you want stuff with promotion and social media savvy and a podcast platform, you want to email Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Correct. You want to know how to peel and cut an onion? You talk to me. That's Carl. You want to put out a podcast? You want to put out some material, some artistic expressions that, that you want to get paid for? You contact Sarah J. And if you have old cassettes that you don't know what to do with, you send them to me, Rob Turner. <laughs> So can you give us a peek at uh, the rest of your countdown? The rest of the countdown. Odds are the countdown will be complete by the time anybody hears this. Odds are. All right. Um, Well, then sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're not breaking any news or anything. (laughs) No, we're not. Um, I I guess you get to get uh, the reaction. Den is seven. I mean, it, it, it could be higher, but it also can't be higher than five. So, I, I mean, if it were just upward and den, den, of course. But it's onward and upward, and I'm sorry. It yeah. Gets, it gets the benefit <laughs> of being the magnum opus. No um, apology needed. I understand. Yeah. I've got... <laughs> Teresa at six. Oh, now, Teresa yeah. is uh, has its own little song history here because uh, it basically evolved into similar skin. Yeah, they kept whatever uh, piece they chose. This is at the first uh, raw stewage set. The the, the first Lego uh, that they named Teresa then got grafted into similar skin what yeah. two years later um but it was unmistakable and oh yeah that oh, 
that, that blew had a my mind for a little while. <laughs> yeah, when I was listening and going back through all this, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, why do I know these lyrics? Oh shit, it's similar skin." <laughs> no, um, and, and that's not the only uh, song that evolved into Ross Stu song that evolved into something else. R.E.W. was also at the first Ross Stu set, and that. Uh, portions of the lyrics from that lyrical stew were kind of worked into crucial taunt, but they completely changed the uh, the tempo and kind of the, the melody of what R.E.W. had going on, but it inspired and kind of pushed them into one of their hit singles. Yeah. Um, I had R.E.W. at 11 riding the coattails of, of Crucial Taunt. Um, so Teresa, again, riding some coattails to similar skin. I've got Onward and Upward at five. I like Upward. I know some people don't, and that's fine. Um, you kind of get what the same thing with Upward, and it's going to be bliss and it is waves of bliss and and uh if you like harder rock stuff you're gonna have to wait until the next song yeah um but man if they want to keep playing onward please here uh (laughs) the top four for me are, are are pretty clear and i could I could see these evolving and changing in the next five, 10 years, just how if they keep expanding, cut the cable and, and doing that differently and keep playing the OG version, which mm-hmm. as we learned is actually not, not the OG, the OG version. version. <laughs> yeah. Very confusing nomenclature going on. Thanks guys. Uh huh. Um, I've got, I've got stinkos at four. Because they don't play it enough. If they yeah. played it more, it's going to take over cut the cable. But they don't play it enough. So that's on you, yeah. set list writers. Uh, <laughs> Not naming any names. <laughs> but Stinkos. One of the... Uh, the second part of it is is from Much Obliged 2014. The run that was the end of the Miro... Uh, Mike Miro died in January 2014. Mm-hmm. They decided to play that night and play their tour that was scheduled, and it happened to end with a a run at the Riv, ironically, mm-hmm. um, in February. And the the lyrical stew that that came out of that is remarkable, and it. blew my mind that night and anytime they play stinkos it is one of my favorite segments of their music yeah um, i think we talked about this too um when miro played at umble that one year was that two okay was and i had asked you that too was that the last time he played with them it could have been because it was only it was 2012 or yeah. 2011. It was 2011. Yeah. Uh, I have not 
done the uh, scouring on that. Uh, to, to it was that the last time? I don't know. One of the last times, certainly. Yeah, it had to be one of the last times. Interesting. Um. So I've got to cut the cable at three and give me all the OG slow molasses. Uh, take as long as you want to just create that atmospheric it, it's the version they played at red rocks 2017 2015 maybe mm-hmm. is one of the closest things to and, and they they segued into uh shine on you crazy diamond oh yeah okay i know um, which one you're talking about now the cut the cable leading into that just yeah was Floydian too and yeah. when they drag out and really it's not even teasing it it's just dripping with emotion it's just squeezing when they play the fast rock version it loses all of that yeah yeah that's just is a different song by yeah. the same name <laughs> so yeah yeah um yeah. And now they're taking the, the the more rock version and splitting it up and, and opening up uh, improv in between. And great. Keep doing that, please. Yeah. The Vic was an awesome. Uh, got the cable. That was just a really great night anyways. Yeah. That was a phenomenal night. <sighs> Number twos remind me. Uh, yeah. Because, of course, Draconian's number one. Yeah. Draconian's amazing. <laughs> it's become it just such a powerhouse. Yes. Its own monster. And, I mean, I know that we've talked about this song many, many times. It's... I, 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 I don't even know what to say about it. It's just such an amazing song. All... All of it that comes before we even get to the dramatic Bayless lyrics. Mm-hmm. It starts with uh, some of the coolest Chris work uh, with a just super funky, upbeat, danceable vibe. But Chris can do whatever he wants in there, and it's ah, ah gets me. <laughs> and then they shift into a mind fuck zone. Yeah, and you don't know what was there is a composed section in there and then it just meanders into improv and it's always a it's always great um and then it circles back to the uh just cathartic i i've shed oh yeah many tears oh yeah uh, i've ugly cried to a, a draconian uh, before <laughs> it's it it gets you it gets you and that's that's what i want out of a show i guess you you can't have every song do that because you need to dance and if you're ugly crying the whole time you're not dancing so right you have to have all the emotions yeah Uh, i think the most fascinating thing is these songs will now like versions of them will now have improv within them that are being voted on 
to be made into another song. This is the first year that we got a uh, raw stew within a raw stew. Draconian yeah. made the ballot. Yeah. June June 26, 2021. I thought it was really cool that two of the choices, the crooked one and the draconian, I was there for both of those. Um, Back-to-back nights. Yeah. I mean, those were two really special nights musically they were but then they were also my first shows back after mm. covid post covid oh yeah you got all that yeah that. Oof, and i got to draconian. take my kids yeah. with me like it was just special personally but then like musically it was just amazing and then to see both of those on the ballad was just like man oh. i i'm oh. crossing my fingers about if 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 yeah. one of the new songs there's some recency bias with uh i'm i'm glad that enough uh you know post 2017 options we got six of them from 19 there's one 2020 pre-covid mm-hmm. um and and four from last year last year was a really strong year those are all deserved yeah i think my my ballot and and I have it here in front of me um I mean there's a lot on there that were really strong of course but personally for me I feel like the crooked one from 62521 is my number one I just feel like those Bayless lyrics he's just handing them to us and he's like I I want to write a song so vote for this please just kind of how I felt about it was those lyrics are begging to be put into a song. So I really hope that they do that because I mean, even when it was happening, I'm like, Oh my God, this is so beautiful right now. We're going to see this again. Like I knew that night that we were going to see those again. So I hope we do. I I mean, I, I want all of them to be picked. It's, it's really, it's, uh in a way it's kind of a fool's errand um but you're 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 picking from a herd of unicorns yeah there's no wrong answers yeah um what do you most want to hear again and again well we we got 30 options it was hard it was a hard choice for sure seven of these i mean have been on the ballot three times and haven't been picked. So this is their third time on the ballot. Um, Interesting. They've been on two. Odds are some of them are going to have their heart broken for a third time. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm sorry. I think my number. Which were those? Visions, February 2406. Uh, ETI, the Blue Oyster Cult. May 07. Yeah, that was on my ballot. Uh, the Fuzz from uh, October 2007. That was on my ballot too. Two by two, February 11. That one, that, that's got to be. I, I feel like that's got some momentum. Yeah. Uh, Step and Razor. That was on Ju- my ballot. July 2011. I, yeah. I, that's my number one. Hope. Yeah. I don't know what they would 
pick? Do they pick the whole thing because there's a big shift in there that I, I'd be happy with both improv sections, but then it's yeah. like a eight minute, 10 minute long composed part, but do whatever you want with that. Yeah. Please. Uh, uh, Higgins, uh, April 2014. Uh, it was on the last two ballots. And so this is third ballot in a row. Good luck, Higgins. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the show that uh, Onward and Upward came back. Peoria, this is July 2017. The opening push the pig is on this ballot. That mm -hmm. was uh that was a really good push the pig. Um yeah. That was one I cut off. It was one of my extras and it was hard for me to not pick them all. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like picking a favorite child. That's it's the same thing as you just you love them all for different reasons. I mean what else what else do you want to talk about with this amazing set that's coming our way i know it's it's gonna be quite a set and it's gonna be interesting to talk about it after it happens on the panel and try to find words descriptive words we're gonna be on the air and be like well, that was awesome. And then you have sit a, there. a notebook with you and just jot down random words that come to mind as as it unfolds. Yeah, that's definitely my plan. And it's perfect because Brendan and I, my Brendan, have been working on adjectives in homeschool. So I've been brushing up on oh, my nice. adjectives. So I'll be nice and ready. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll give you some too. Just... <laughs> Pre preliminary. It's probably going to be this, Mom. <laughs> I'm going to have a have a notebook, and I was thinking about getting like one of those old school hats. This is press on it I'm up there with my notebook and <laughs> the visor. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's almost mandatory. I feel. <laughs> yeah, look the part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that from the 1920s, we're in mm -hmm. the 20s. So bring it back. Do it. I'm here for it. <sighs> so do you have any any other raw stewage goodness for us? I mean, I, I as you look over your pages of notes, if if any anybody listening could pages see this of now, notes. your pages of notes. For oh. <laughs> the video that doesn't come with this, but you can hear pages, pages of research. All of mine is in my bedroom, but book. yeah, this is a notebook, but only two pages of notes in here. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, how, how, how would, I'm curious, how would you, because if there's anything that Americans love to do, it's rank things. Is it not Sarah? This is true. How would you rank the five raw stew sets that have 
been played. Hmm. Hmm. This is this is difficult. So umble when did three, we get umble four, five, six, and seven? Three, four. What did you say? Five, six, and seven. Three, four, five, six, and seven. Well, as I said before, we jumped on here. Umble four is my favorite. So, I mean, I'm going to start with number one and go there because doing all this research and listening to all the umbles, I, I don't I just something about four. I don't know why it just, it sticks out as such a good, good one. I don't know what it is, but you know, I'm going to go with that being my first choice for sure. It, it flows. It yeah. flows. It has the best flow. They don't stop. They, yeah. Some of these sets, there's breaks, and they acknowledge the crowd. And that set flows the whole time. It's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. And it opens with FDR, which is the only, still only 2003, uh, improv piece to be uh, given given song status. Yeah. So. Uh, that was FDR was its own uh, historic show, and it opens this set. And still, the last time it was played, boy, what I would give for an FDR. Can we just have one of those private shows again and uh, <laughs> get one of those? I guess you got to ask for it sometimes. But like, I don't usually ask for anything, but <laughs> I'm asking for that. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I have all my notes here. Yeah, Umble for final word, amble on, rise to the top, cut the cable, constellations, gravity's real, fool's gold. You know what's cool about how they played constellations into gravity's real? Because in real life, Puppet String from September 14th, 2012, Went into All in Time from September 14th, 2012, both at Red Rocks. So uh, they got to pull. They, they're they having fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they never play either of those songs. So, but no, I know. I know. That's gravity's been real. The, the, the lyrical there, that there's so much, it's, he's popping with energy and it's such a, he doesn't have a lot of faster paced uh, choruses. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's mm -hmm. unique. Yeah. That was something else with listening to all of these um, was finding these songs because I don't, if I'm not listening to recent shows and I go back to listen to something I'm not like, oh, I'm totally going to put on Umble from whenever. Umble is not where I'm going to go back and listen to something. So some of these, I can't even remember the last time I listened to these Umbles. And so to hear these Ross Stewart sets and hear these songs that that was the only time they ever played them, I'm like, oh my God, what is this? So it was really cool to go back and listen to these because I was finding things that I'd never listened to before, you know, like Umble five with gents skin, the cat 
Onward and Upward, Mad Love. Okay. <laughs> it's it's been a really good kind of thing that has happened by going back and listening to these. You also actually, because some of these uh, Humble Weekends would play another uh, Raw Stew song the next night. Yeah. They didn't play it in the Raw Stew set. They yeah. still had some some scraps left that they gave the people. And Proverbial was uh, the, the the bonus Raw Stew from 2014. And man, I wish they'd play that a whole lot more. How do you have anything left to give the next night something like that? Blows my mind. <laughs> uh... I feel like, well, certainly from a uh, numbers, pure numbers on uh, how often the new songs have been played, mm -hmm. 2015 dwarfs every other uh, group. Yeah. Cl class of songs. Uh, because this is, yeah. Noncompliance has only been played four times, but then Make It Right, Remind Me, Draconian Stinkos are all yeah in rotation and get played yeah yeah i would say that's probably my number two would be it would be umble six and then number three would be umble five for sure again All it's right. hard it's hard to rank them but uh, i'm still how are, how are you treating for me umble seven the the five songs only Breaker and Rocktopus are still played. So yeah. Fly Like a Beagle, which why not name a song? I know. <laughs> sure there's a good story there, but we just yeah. don't know it yet. Uh maybe you can get to the bottom of some of these names. Can that be part of yes. the uh the street team's efforts? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just just a suggestion. I'll be like, uh, I got to ask these questions, Bayless. Uh -huh. And he'll be like, okay. <laughs> uh -huh. um, and the other two, Downtrodden and Until We Meet Again. Um, Downtrodden, I've been listening to because Umble 7 I mean, is where I'm at right now. I'm about to embark on set three. Um, but that, that Downtrodden, I've been listening to, coming back and listening to The second to part, Nothing Too Fancy. One of the best Nothing Too Fancies out there from September 2011. Mm-hmm. And then it, it I, I, Dumble Three, the first Ross Do set, you've got two songs that evolved into uh staples. Mm -hmm. You've got Den. Yeah. You've got the only song to get named twice, White Pickle and Yoga Pants mm -hmm. among Ross Do. Uh, and then you've got lift and separate, Sarah. Ah, oh, you know oh. how I feel about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do know how you feel. That is a favorite. If nobody's listened to the August episode of the Wow Show with the Metal Round, you know how I feel about that one. <laughs> got a little snippet of that lift and yeah. separate, and you know. Push comes to shove, 
it's really hard to recreate what happened in that groove holmes um and they tried and i think there's so much magic that was going on that night because that was not the only like stellar improv that night that was a remarkable month of music and that show this is november 2006. Well, and I'm looking at this. That was the same um, umble where one of my Augusts come from as well. Oh, it is. Yeah, I was short, thinking short of, one. Yeah, the the that August in the set three um, actually was on my list too. So. Yeah. yeah, that's very interesting. This is the nerdy shit that I love. <laughs> I mean, as for being the first, there's there's bonus points. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those songs don't either exist in its own new state or, or original state or aren't played. So it's hard to have much more of a relationship with them yeah they're like a nice friend that you don't see very often but when you do you know it's such a it's a wonderful evening together i love this person yes (laughs) you're like oh i remember why i like spending time with you Mm -hmm. uh liberty echo we didn't mention but that opened the set and that's that's a banger yeah it's played infrequently but at least it's been played more yeah just looking if there's something else that I'm excited to share that we haven't covered, Sarah. I'm just looking. Oh, there's so much to look there's and, so much. and there dig so through. And... <laughs> uh, oh, here's, you know what? I do have another fun fact. I knew it. I, I, this was a, uh, an, a wow show at um, wow show on Twitter. Uh, we've got four songs, four original um songs that had never been on a, uh, been nominated, let alone been chosen yet for a Raw Stew song, but uh, Great American had never received a nomination. 1348 actually got two uh, on this year's ballot, but had never been nominated before. Conduit, there's been a lot of tasty conduits. Oh, yeah. And the first Raw Stew alum to come full circle draconian huh. yeah um if we're looking at songs that have had the most unique performances that have earned a uh, a, a ballot a nomination in the kitchen it's been picked for five but it's had seven versions uh nominated there's been six Higgins, six Ringos, five Blue Echo, Nemo, All in Time, and FF. Those are those are your most nominated songs. So, not not surprising that any of those have uh, just cooked up the goods. Yeah, yeah, definitely not surprised at all. Mm-mm. Uh, 
And I, I mean, I've, I've got Step and Razor on at the top. We've also got a Power of Soul from 2011. Yeah. Um, and and ETI. We've so we've got three covers on this year's ballot. Um, so far, we've only had two covers chosen before the Groove Homes that became uh, Lift and Separate, and Making Flippy Floppy was Rise to the Top. This was uh, October 2005. It's in the Mount Rushmore of my go-to. That whole 20 minutes is outstanding. And the section that they picked to make a new song, Rise to the Top, is the one time they played it. It was fantastic. It was phenomenal. So we'll see if we can add a third or more cover. I wonder if that's kind of the reason if that has a factor to do with it is that they played it this one time and they were so satisfied with it that, you know, maybe it just, they didn't feel like they needed to revisit it and mess with it and toy with it and see what it could do. And I don't know. It would be interesting to ask that question is, is what is it that, makes them want to continue with some of these and others they just don't they just leave it and they're okay with it i'm curious how honest of an answer we'd get on that but i (laughs) i am curious um yeah because i i think for the lift and separate and, and rise to the top it's again daunting is the word here like those were such peaks that they are honoring the fan vote because of course we want to hear anything approximating that those were unbelievable just energy beyond and that's why you go see live music is what happened in in those and, and some of these others and yeah it's probably a little bit of we can't capture that and it wasn't like a lick it was like a full snowball effect of um of of what happened in the moment and no of course you can't just do that again so yeah there's probably something to that some of these others especially when they started um combining like uh make it right i listening to that this week the the way that the two uh origin songs kind of fit together and play off each other is Mm -hmm. fascinating and if i actually had any music theory knowledge i would describe it in in better terms but it's uh one goes up and the other goes down. It mm-hmm. starts with do, 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 do. And then when the Uncle Wally section comes in, it's do, 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 do. It's a descending. So there's, yeah. those are the two different uh, improv sections that they're piecing together. I got to imagine Joel could, Professor Covens could yeah. explain that. But yeah. I love how they fit together in that way and it's it's very playful um so i think they they kind of maybe make the job of recreating something 
easier for themselves if they are blending two or three segments together because then it's really more of a creation. How do we make this work instead of we got to remake magic? Mm-hmm. And and the songs that uh, have really persisted are all, not all, but many are combos. Draconian is a combination of three, I think. And within those three, it snowballs and it, it has a very emotional arc to it. Um, mm-hmm. But not one of those alone had that. It, right. They kind of created something new by making, uh, by grafting these together. So kudos for uh, working in more of the fan vote, but also finding ways to make it, uh, I don't know what the word is. What's the word, Sarah? Make it this uh, its own monster. I feel like they've mixed it together and, and made it a whole new dish. It's almost like, taking what you have in the fridge and making it, yeah and, and you make you have these three you're like what am i gonna make for dinner tonight michelin and style these, iron chef yeah you have these three random ingredients it's almost like um what is that show is it chopped i think that's the show i'm talking i'm thinking about and they have like the basket what is like competitive cooking show where they force people to make stuff in a very quick there are many they're all of them no i think (laughs) it's chopped because they give you like this basket and you have no idea what's in there and then there's like all these random ingredients that you're like how in the fuck is somebody gonna make a dish out of these random things and then somebody does and it's delicious and it blows the judges away. Like that's, that's what they do. It's kind of the same thing. That's how <laughs> you like, get stinkos. <laughs> that's how you get stinkos. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will never watch that show and, and not think of that analogy now. <laughs> <laughs> Just for posterity's sake, the first combination raw stew song that gets the the designation, Gents, nice. because it opened that set. All of the songs in that set were combos. Nice. Yeah. And the way that I, I, I always think these songs uh, kind of have their own life force in them, and it's fun to... Uh, create a different relationship for them, you know, even though the improv that happens is its own magic, but it came, there's, there's DNA. And so you're, you're hybridizing song DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And it's, it's such a special thing anyway, but the fact that we get to be involved in the process Icing on the cake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's such a cool thing anyways for any band to do. But then to 
allow the fans to have a say in in what we want to hear again is it is it's it's the icing on the cake for sure well i think that's why being in attendance at for this set you're the only ones that get to vote um and so it's the sets for you and if the song is has a destiny beyond that then it's for everyone mm-hmm. but for one night this is a, a small room um that buckle up because it, yeah. it's gonna be a wonderful set and that's just one of four sets in the evening yeah three sets what are they it's three sets two nights right. three sets yeah man slackers they used to do four <laughs> what's going on they're well, playing ha- hockey now yeah yeah exactly it's the stanley cup of of um shows no longer the super bowl <laughs> still a major event for sure well we'll have to have you back on the show after everything and we talk about the raw stewage that makes some sense happened. of it yeah because i'm not going to be able to make sense of it myself so I'm going to need Jimmy knowledge. Good. I'm in. Okay. Awesome. Was there anything else that you want to add to our meaty raw stewage discussion? Nothing beyond. I'm excited for what DATC media has got in store for their humble coverage and everything that they're going to do. And I don't think I even know everything they're going to do. And, excited nonetheless and uh try to make some sense of of the uh the festive weekend on on the wow show as well and we've got dbk to finish up people so uh thank you for your patience we'll get there it's coming and it's going to be amazing when it does no doubt it's just this is it's so hard to pick a metal uh ceremony for DBK, I just I, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm listening to all 514 versions, Sarah. I just don't. I <laughs> oh, can't, no big deal. <laughs> I can't leave it to chance that a you know 99 version might not be the one. You know, I need to need to fully inform myself. I get it. I understand. Uh, when when I was on and and had to listen to all those August, it was. It was a daunting task for sure. Word of the so, night. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, happy voting season. Go vote, everybody. Definitely. That's always a good thing to feel like you're part of your community. And, and this comes out on election day. So there you go. Wonderful. Do it. Uh, thank you. Love uh, getting the chance to just dive into ross do and uh yeah let's do it it's gonna be awesome and i'm excited to see you saturday night so i'm gonna seek you out after the show on saturday so i can get your first facial reaction to the ross stewage that just happened i'll be smiling yeah yep you and everybody else yep (laughs) good Awesome. Well, this is a lot of fun. It's always great to see you and and chat. So thank you. Cheers. Thanks, sir. 
Well, that's everything I have for this week of the show. Thank you so much to Jimmy Knowledge for taking the time to chat about all things raw stewage. Excited to see you on Saturday and maybe chat a little bit about raw stewage after the show. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for anything Jimmy or I may have referenced throughout our chat, as well as my 2021 highlights list, how you can support DATC Media on Patreon, where you can snag the Umble official stream, and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks for a complete rundown of everything that goes down at Umbol. Very excited to bring you that. I'll see you then. Mad love.